Hi, Just Live listeners. I'm your host, Miss Jessica Pates, and I wanted to welcome you all to a new episode of the podcast. So this week, we're going to be talking about communication, which I feel is extremely important because it's the basis of what we do with everyone. We talk to ourselves. We talk at work. We talk with our friends. We talk with our families. But one of the issues that I realize, even with myself, is that we're not effectively communicating and we don't develop healthy relationships and understand how it is important to communicate effectively and in a healthy manner. So it was something that, again, on my journey of self-actualization, just realizing how some of the things that I do can affect certain aspects in my life, I realized that my communication was horrible. Um, I, most of the time, am a just go with the flow kind of person. I keep a lot of stuff bottled in. And one of the things I had to realize is where did it come from? It came from my childhood. So a lot of this stuff is really digging up the things that happened in my past and how it's affected me now. So in my past, I felt like growing up, I was the youngest. So I felt like nothing that I said truly mattered. So it was like, why even deal with it? Let me just be quiet and sit over here in this corner. So as I got older, I kind of expressed that in my adult relationships. Um, Even at work, I let a lot of stuff slide. I'm always the go-getter. I'm going to get stuff done. If you want me to do it, I'm going to do it. No matter how hard it's becoming on me and how much pressure it's putting on me, I'm going to do it and not say anything. Like to myself, I'm going to be cussing whoever it is out. But I'm like, yes, I can do it. I'll do it. Okay. And I'm like, okay, how much more are y'all going to give me to do? And even with family, it's like, okay, I understand. I'm grown. Let me figure it out. Thank you for your opinion, but let me make the mistakes on my own. With friendships, I'm kind of the person who is always willing to listen to other people, but I found that I'm never open about what I'm going through and I'm really closed off. So a lot of the times people say, oh, I know you. And I'm like, you really don't know me because I don't express myself, but I can't blame that on other people because again, it's something that. I do so I can't blame others for what I'm doing to myself Uh, with relationships oh my gosh same thing I let a lot of stuff go that gets to me and it actually just bottles up and it's like a volcano that's going to erupt like after so long of bottling in what's going on with you you eventually have to get it out so you either lash out verbally or you lash out in other ways so you're talking to yourself about "Ooh, get on my nerve you better be lucky and so you stop doing certain things that you used to do so instead of saying something you might oh when you're washing the dishes you slamming the dishes around or you're snappy with them in other ways instead of just communicating how you feel so in my personal journey i wanted to learn how to better communicate myself and express when I'm feeling a certain way so I don't allow it to bottle in and muster up until it explodes Um, because it kind of weighs on you and it causes you to get angry and upset and I didn't want to deal with that. So for me, it was finding out how to be an effective communicator. 
So I started doing a lot of researching and reading, doing a lot of meditations and all of that good stuff. And I'm still working on it. And I feel like with something that you've been doing all of your life, it's not going to change overnight. You're going to be constantly working on improving yourself. And you can't get down on yourself when you mess up. But it's just acknowledging when you do have a slip and saying, okay, in that situation, I did fall back into my old behaviors. What can I do to improve? Or why did that situation cause me to fall back into the old me? But I think a lot of the times we don't realize how we're communicating with others, which allows others to communicate with us in a negative way. So I just wanted to, again, my hopes with my podcast is to help other people who I feel like may be going through the same things. And I feel like one of the important things that we have to realize is that a lot of time in our communications, we're making assumptions about what the other person is thinking. Like if you have a negative aspect about a person, they can say anything to you. And it may not even be meant to be negative, but because we don't like that person or they're already getting on our nerves, we take it as, oh, that was a dig. Oh, they were coming for me. And it really may not even be that situation. I found a meme that says, assumptions and lack of communication are the number one relationship killers. We all perceive differently. We've lived different lives. We have different views. Understand before getting angry at someone for not believing what you believe. So a lot of times we're, we're communicating to get a point or to win an argument. And it's like, it's not about winning or losing. I'm the type of person is I can listen to someone talk but if I feel a certain way, I can voice how I feel. But it's not kind of to win over your view or to come over to my side of how I feel. It's like you have your views on something. I have mine. If it's worth me changing, I'm going to take that and internalize it and maybe look at it changing. But I'm not going to try to change someone else's perception. And I think a lot of the times when we're communicating, we're not communicating to listen and understand. We're listening to someone say something to us to try to think of a response. So instead of being present in that moment and taking in what that person is saying to us, we're in our head like, okay, she said that. Well, uh-uh, because see, no, okay, I'm going to wait for her to finish, and then I'm going to tell her this, so I'm going to tell him that, because he got me messed up. I don't even know what he's thinking. And in that moment, we're not even listening to what the person says, because we're listening to react. So the first thing that I feel like is important that we have to do is to actively listen to what people are saying. Like be in that moment of what they're saying and pause. We don't have to automatically react to what someone says. It's like take a deep breath and then respond. But you have to be willing to be in that moment while that person is talking and to internalize what they're saying and take it in. And don't always look for the bad in what someone is saying. Because again, we all have different backgrounds. We're all dealing with our own issues. So a lot of the times how I was raised is not how someone else is raised. So I can't make you see something from my perspective because you went through your own things. 
And so we have different views and that's the beauty of living in a world with multiple people from different races and different backgrounds is because we all have our own experience. So when you're having a dialogue with someone, you want to be open to their perspective and not so judgmental of them because at the end of the day, we're all dealing with our own things. So we don't need to make assumptions. We need to listen and take in what that person is saying. So I feel like it's, per, it's very important for us to be listening in that moment. And I also feel like it's very important to choose the right time to have a conversation, especially if you need to have a hard conversation or a conversation that you think is going to be difficult, choosing the right times. I know for me, um, even with work and dealing with my family, um, like I said, I was unpacking a lot of stuff. So it was bringing up stuff from my past that was frustrating to me. And I'm like, okay, let me not say nothing. Because again, I'm the only one unpacking my stuff. Nobody else knows what I'm dealing with. So in me unpacking, I may be angry with something that happened 20 years ago. But no one else is at that point with me. So they're looking at me like, well, what you so upset for? Again, we cannot put that on the other person. But if you're in a relationship or even at work with your boss, if you're realizing that something is going on and it's causing you to get angry and frustrated, not trying to go to them in that moment of anger and frustration to talk to them. Because when we're angry and we're frustrated, we're not going to get out what we truly want our point to be. And so it comes across the wrong way. A lot of the times I see a lot of people who are very passionate when they talk, but your passion and your talking can be perceived by other people, especially in the workplace as you being aggressive and you don't want to come across that way when you're just a passionate person. So if you get upset and angry about somebody, just taking the time out, be like, I want to talk about this. But I know right now in this moment, it's not a good time for me to talk about it. So can we just table this conversation and I want to come back to it. But I want to cool down because I want to make sure when we discuss this, I'm able to get my point across without being so in my feelings. So being aware of how you're feeling when you need to have those conversations and taking that time to step back if need be. And it's also that other person realizing it because you'll have some people that'll be in your face like, no, we need to talk about this now. Why are you leaving? Especially like with your friends, uh, family members and in relationships. They're like, no, we need to talk about this. But you have to stand firm on your ground because you don't want the communication to come off as combative or restart an argument. I really want to talk to you. But right now is not the right time and standing firm on that because some people will push you in to having a heated moment. And if that's not what you want to do and it shouldn't be what you want to do, you have to start stand firm in that no. Learning how to say no is very important. Like I've talked previously before about self-care and negative self-talk. We have to not allow people to take us out of ourselves. So saying no and being understanding of that person because they may want to talk about that. So being understanding from where they're coming from, but also saying like, no, I cannot talk about this right now and just moving on. Also, when you're talking to someone, I feel like it's very important to talk to someone 
and not talk at them. So being aware of your body language and when you're talking to someone. Um, I know in college when I took communication classes, they always said to watch when you're moving your hands and talking because it can be distracting to other people. So instead of listening to you, they're focused on your hand movements and stuff and they're not paying attention to what you're saying. So I feel like it's very important when you're having that conversation to actually just sit down, connect eye to eye with that person who you're talking to and convey how you're feeling. Get it all like out there and be un apologetic about how you feel is very important um another thing that i think is important is to not be on the defense or to not come into that conversation on the attack mode because again we all have our different views and it's one of the things where i know in my previous relationship i hate this new age of technology because we text, we DM, we instant message or whatever else you do, I message. But I can, and I don't understand like people, I guess you put it in all caps and be like, oh, well, you're yelling at me. Also, you got an attitude. I text you. How did I have an attitude via text? Or why are you so upset of what I text? Or why are we texting a whole three page paper? Like, I feel like the technology is taken away from that communication. And especially with our young people, I feel like that's a lot of the times why we lack socialization skills because we're so used to hiding behind technology. And I know in the past I've been told for someone who does that is because, oh, well, I don't feel like I can really get that point across. But you have to be aware of who you're talking to. So yeah, text messages may be convenient for you, but if I hate text messages, it's not going to come across good to me because I don't want to sit there and read a whole three page text message and then you misspelling your words or the message is not coming in order. So I'm have to reread what was said. So it's like, no, be willing to sit down in front of someone and have that conversation and just be open and honest and not feeling like you're going in that conversation to be attacked. Or you're going to go into that conversation and attack the person that is talking. Coming in with an open mind and be willing to fully express what you're saying. And always try to say, I feel like. Because I think the, a lot of times we say, you did this to me because you were. And we really don't know that person's motive. Like we know previous behaviors and things that they did in the past. But if a person is changing, which... We're changing all the time. We're not who we were a year ago or two years ago, or even a month ago. So stop using the past behaviors as how that person is coming into that situation. So trying to use words like, well, when you did that, I felt like you were saying, or I felt like you came across, or I felt like you were doing this to me. Like, so saying how you felt like, I feel like we haven't been as close as we normally are. Or I feel like I'm not valued at this job. Or I feel like you don't appreciate me. So it's you're stating how you feel to that person and not kind of being on attack mode. Like you ain't got your, you don't value us and you don't know. Just stating how you feel in a calm and compassionate tone is very important. And being honest. You have to agree, especially 
with the people that you're close with, to be honest, because I think a lot of the times um, and I was just speaking to a friend about this the other day about I wouldn't want friends who kind of sugarcoat things to me. I feel like I have a great network of friends who are going to be honest with me. They're not going to always agree with me when I do something, but they support me. And I want that friendship that's not like they're, they're my entourage. So like if I'm explaining something that happened, I want them to be like, okay, Jessica, you know you were kind of wrong with that. And why are you so aggressive? Because I think most of the times we're not aware of how our past affects us. So if we're in a, we came from an abusive relationship, when we get a perfect person, we're not used to it. So we find every little thing that we can and try to make it negative. So I know with my um, friend, I was telling her like, relax, like it's going to be okay. Stop trying to find the little things and pick it apart and make it into more than it is because then you're just creating issues that's not even necessary. Even on your job, you may feel like, okay, they're doing this to me and they're doing this to me. But just explain, hey, I know you said that earlier, but I really wanted to understand where you were coming from when you said that because it's not always about you. We have to realize, especially at work, I feel like even with my coworkers, some of the times they take a lot of stuff that's said like in meetings. Like we turn an hour meeting in a two hour meeting because we get so defensive and we take everything so personal that is going on when it's not personal. At any job, it's always about business. So you can go out your way and do everything that you feel like it's right. But if you're not doing the things to make that business money, you're not doing it right. And it's not anything personal. At the end of the day, any job is about money. So if you're not doing what's needed to do to bring in the money, then it's wrong. And it's not to say to point fingers unless you're bought in one-on-one in the office to sit down. But I tell my coworkers a lot of the time, take your feelings out of it. Because it's not about feelings. I say all the time, a job will replace you in a week or two once you leave. So it's not personal. It's about numbers and it's about money. End of the day. So stop taking it personal and just expressing your feelings. Um, Admitting that when you're not right or not trying to be perfect and apologize when you make a mistake instead of making excuses. I feel like a lot of times we have an issue with apologizing if we did something wrong, especially guys say women are horrible at that. But I just feel like we oftentimes are like, oh, well, okay. But it's like, no, you were wrong. Like acknowledge you're wrong and move past it. Be like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant this when you did it. My bad. Or however you say it, depending on the relationship that you have with that person. But be willing to see your flaws, flaws in it. And like I said earlier, checking your body language. Um, try not to use your hands so much when you talk. Um, how you're standing. Like some of us can be standing like in a defense mode. Like you're about to play basketball. Like you're looking in, in their face, ready to go. Or you're playing defense on a football team, ready to tackle somebody. It's like, calm down. So being aware of your body language and um, how it affects that. And I always say, um, again, taking the time out to pause. Um, I found something where it says to use a 48-hour rule. 
So, um, if something happens that you don't like, um, taking that time out to analyze it for a day or two, but no longer than that, and kind of talking it out and getting through it. Because a lot of times, like, we want to internalize stuff and we're mad for two or three weeks or a month and it's like life is too short even really 48 hours the next hour is not promised to us so when we internalize stuff too long we're missing that time we have with that person and valuing them in our personal relationships and you, i know you would hate for something to happen and you spent the last minutes with that person being angry at them when you could have just squashed it or talked it out or just let it go. A lot of the times um, we realize, especially when something tragic happens, that what you were mad at with someone is something that was so small. So I always have the notion of, and I think it's because my father passed away when I was really young. And then the next person close to me passed away was my grandmother who passed away when I was a junior or a sophomore in high school. Well, it was 2012 and I graduated. No, it was 2002 and I graduated in 2014. So a sophomore. So it was two people that were extremely close to me. So it has always taught me that time is so valuable. And so I feel like a lot of the times we get so angry with someone or we're like, oh, well, this person didn't do this for me and I'm not going to call him. And it's like, why not? Like. Pick up that phone and call that person. Like, are you crazy? Like, you might wake up tomorrow or in a couple of hours. Like, I know we see all the time driving home people are in car accidents or fatalities always on the news. It's like the next moment is not promised. So why use the time that we have to be angry at someone? Not saying that you're not right in being angry, but is it worth it? I always try to outweigh it like, okay. Is it really worth me being mad? Like if this person died tomorrow, would my anger be valid? And if it's not, sometimes you just have to accept that if that person wants to be right or wrong, you have to choose like, okay, I'm going to let it go and be okay with it. Again, when we're communicating, it's not about being right or wrong. And I think a lot of times in relationships with other that's the main thing. We want to be right or we want to prove our point. I know for me and my past relationship, it's like, I want you to understand how I feel. Stop trying to interpret what you think I'm saying and listen to what I'm actually saying. Because if you listen to what I'm actually saying, you will see what I mean. But you're like, no, I know this is what she mean. And I'm like, we are terrible at this. And it's a tip for tat. Like if you say... Oh, well, when you did this to me, it made me feel this way. And then that person is like, oh, well, when you did that, it made me feel that way. It's like, again, we're not playing ping pong. Just listen for understanding and be understanding of where that person is coming from. Um, a lot of times, a lot of people are coming from a hurt place. Like I said earlier, we're all unpacking stuff that happened in our childhood and how it affected us. So be willing to have compassion for compassion for that person that you talk to because you don't know what the next person is dealing with. You really don't. Um, a lot of times we don't 
expressed what's really going on. So we might think like a person is, oh, your boss is being a bitch or they're just an ass. And it's like, we don't really know what's going on. So just taking that time out to kind of be understanding of, okay, well, you need a moment. Let me walk away or something is going on. So let me just move out the way and keep it moving. Stop internalizing it and taking everything personal. And I know sometimes it is personal when you're dealing with communication, but not always trying to take everything that we see as personal. I know one of the horrible things I see is on social media. Like you will have fans of somebody. Like if something happens on a shade room, a ball alert, like you have fans in the comments going back and forth. And then it's people like, I'm just here for the comments. First of all, I'm not going to read all of these comments. But it's like, I might like Beyonce, but first of all, I don't even know her. So I'm not about to argue back and forth with anybody. But it's like, we are always in an argument with the next person. And it's like, why? Why are we taking what this like is going on and internalizing it and making it so personal? Like it makes none of the sense to me and I really don't understand it. But again, I guess I feel like a lot of times social media when people are doing it, it's the outlet um, to take away from personal issues that they may be going through. Um, so. Again, I really don't understand it, but I feel like it is important that we are unapologetically communicating how we feel, not being worried about how the other person is going to take it, but being firm in our feelings. If you don't want, like in relationships, personal relationships, we are not verbal about what our needs are. So a lot of times we allow stuff to happen because we didn't state what our needs are. So stating what I need from you or what I didn't like so that behavior won't repeat itself. And if it comes up again, knowing how to distance yourself from that relationship, because it's like, okay, we sat down and talked about this. I communicated how I feel and you still did it. So I'm going to remove myself from this situation because I'm not going to allow this to keep happening to me. And I feel like a lot of the times we're, we use people as punching bags. And it's like, it is important for you to get your feelings out. And that's why I'm a big advocate for counseling. Because I feel like it gives you a sounding board. We only perceive things from our perception instead of others. So I feel like just counseling is just a thing where you can get an outside entity who doesn't care about you doesn't know you personally and give you a perception on what you're going through it's mind-boggling to me that people don't want to go talk to a therapist but you will go see a doctor to get medication for your diabetes and stuff like that it's like if you would take care of yourself mentally and get your thoughts out of your heads because a lot of the times we cause sickness on ourselves because we're not we hold stuff in and it comes out outwardly in our health. So I feel like just a side note, if you haven't, therapy is very important. If you go four times a month, once a month, once every three months, just getting to talk to someone is very um, important. So again, this podcast was just to discuss the importance of communication 
and how we need to be more effective in our communication, standing firm on what you feel, taking that time, not being so reactive. So taking a moment to analyze what is being said to you, taking that time to come back and have that conversation, actively listening, being present in that moment, not listening to react to what is being said and not taking everything personal, especially on our jobs, because it's not about being <laughs> your no job is about personal um, feelings. So just taking your personal feelings out about it and standing firm on what you want. Putting it in black and white and not sugarcoating things and saying, oh, well, you should know how I feel. You know what I meant. No, that's why I'm asking you. No one knows what you're thinking. No one knows how you feel. So it shouldn't have to be a puzzle with piecing together what you mean. Just be blunt and state what you want. Like, again, they say women are horrible at that with not communicating what we need and being closed off but i think a lot of our relationships would be so much better if we just say what we're feeling so that other person will know how we're feeling and learning not to be defensive stop going into a conversation on defense mode so take your shoulder pads off loosen your stance calm down take a breather and go into that conversation without being so defensive. It's not about controlling the situation or finding an ulterior motive. Sometimes it is having a warm environment to welcome in that conversation in and be willing to talk about the difficult stuff. The only way that we are going to have a healthy relationship with anyone is when we take the time to communicate how we feel. Um, I found another meme that said, the biggest communication problem is we don't listen to understand. We listen to reply. So like I said earlier, stop listening to reply and be present in that moment and listen. Um, it was an issue that I have with myself that I am continuously working on. And I see um, a lot of times throughout my day, um, when I'm at work and dealing with my friends and just out socially and listening to things that other people going on, I think one of the most important things that you have to have with any kind of relationship is good communication. And anything is work. You have to be willing to work at something. I feel like the issue is with a lot of relationships where we're not willing to put in that work that it takes. And some of the times it's being willing to learn different ways to communicate. You should always be learning something in life. You're never, oh, well, I'm so-and-so age. I know about this. No, there's always time to learn and grow. You have experience that you've dealt with, but you should always be willing and open to learning something new. Every person that we interact with has their own past so we have to learn different ways. Like, you know that you can talk to this one person a certain way. And with this person, you have to be a totally different way. You see it with your kids. With people who have multiple kids, they treat their each child differently because, oh, with this one, you have to be a little bit more gentle. And with this one, some people say you have to be tougher with another kid. But you have to learn that with everybody you communicate with, 
you have to know how to communicate with them and knowing that people, everybody's not going to see your perception of things and being okay with that. You're not, uh, on a debate team with someone or you're not a politician running for office. So you're not going to be able to win everybody over. Everybody is not going to see things from your perspective and you have to be okay with that and not taking it as a personal deed because some people are like I only see this side of the mirror I don't see the other side of the world if the sky is gray they say it's gray you try to tell them the sky is not gray they don't want to listen to you you be like okay you said it's gray okay it's great and keep moving stop trying to go back and forth with people when it's honestly not working you have to learn to pick and choose your battles express what you're feeling and what you need from them and if they're not willing to take that in and be okay with that then you may need to reevaluate their relationship with that person it is not a problem with loving people from afar it is not a problem with breaking up with someone if it's a family member limiting those communications that you have with that person at the end of the day if you want to be positive and be around a positive or you have to know when to cut people off if it's your family that you can't cut people off limiting your time with them like okay uncle john i'm gonna go over here it was good seeing you but i gotta go okay sister yeah yeah he did that okay you always angry and upset okay i tried to tell you better ways to deal with it you don't want to listen to it okay all right girl well i'm gonna talk to you later cutting those conversations short because you don't want all of that negativity to feed into you because some of the times we don't realize that people's spirit about things can negatively affect us. So if someone is always negative, they always have something bad to say. They never want to listen to what you got to say. A lot of the times you are who you are around. So if you are continuously being around people like that, you're not going to be open and willing to change how you deal with situations so be willing to get uncomfortable unpack your things and try to work on communicating better with others and better expressing your needs from that person and being open and honest with yourself at the end of the day we all should be working to have a good and strong communication with those that we interact with on a daily basis whether it be at work with friends or family and we have to be that change we can't expect others to change we have to change how we view the world or view ourselves or view situations so i just wanted to bring you all some alternative ways to communicate i hope that you implement them into your daily living and it helps you with the communication that you have with other people if you're dealing with that problem and be open and honest with the people that you're dealing with and i just wanted to come and bring you all some alternatives to build healthy communications with other people so that is all that i have for this episode of just live podcast 
um i hope you incorporate the things that i said uh we have thanksgiving coming up so i hope that you all have a wonderful thanksgiving spending time with your families taking a moment out to be grateful for what you have acknowledging those small things again that you have to be grateful for i'm still continuing on with my um 24 day self-care challenge um, and I know a lot of the things is like listing things that you're grateful for. So with Thanksgiving coming up, just list some of those things that you're thankful for, those small things. Again, I know a lot of times when I talk to people about what you're grateful for, they say it's hard for them to list. And I'm like, what do you mean? You have air in your body. Like if you can't say nothing else, you can say that I'm grateful for this life that I have. I'm grateful that I have air in my body because some family right now is grieving the loss of a family member. Some family member is planning a funeral right now. Um, there are a lot of people who did not wake up today who are not going home to their families, who are not sleeping in their bed. So be grateful for the small things you have. Enjoy the time that you have with your family. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I probably will be coming to you all next week with a mini episode because I'm going to take this week off <laughs> to spend it with self-care for myself and to enjoy my family. So you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving and I will be back with you all the last week of November. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you could, please give me feedback, rate my podcast on um if you have an iphone on podcast please rate my podcast because that helps me out if you could leave feedback you also can leave feedback um on apple i know you're able to leave feedback but please do if you want to follow me on my social media it is miss ms underscore monique m-o-n-i-e-k that's how my mom spelled it <laughs> if you want to follow me on facebook my facebook is jessica Pates, P-A-T-E-S. So thank you all again for listening to my podcast. And I hope you have a great and wonderful rest of your week. Bye.